This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. You ready? <sighs> So Jake, we're at a place that is essentially your blood origins. It's, this, is, this is where it all started for you to the man that you are today. Tell me what this place means to you and, and how that sort of started on started your journey. So this place is my private property in Tennessee. It's been around my family for over 50 years. My dad bought it many years ago. Um, this is where I cut my teeth. This is where I learned how to hunt, fish, and be a woodsman. Um, I have Tons of memories here. There are still there are trees here 
that still exist, hickory trees and oak trees that I remember sitting under when I was five years old with my dad squirrel hunting, trying to figure it all out and totally looking up to my dad and what he was trying to do for me and with me. When I walk around this property, I feel really emotional even driving up the gravel road from pavement. I start to get choked up. I feel like I'm whole. this emotional box for me because my dad passed away 18 years ago and everything that I do now as a professional for recreation what I want to teach my children the things that I pursue everything comes from him and it all started here this is where this is where I want my ashes to be when I'm when I die. I'm cremated. This is it. This is my home. So take a breath. So this property has given me values, this, this location, all my experiences that my dad instilled in me here are values. They're lifelong values. They anchor me to the ground. They anchor me to everything that I believe in. They anchor me to everything that I want to teach and pass on to my children. And some of those things are things like, I remember, I remember leaving some trash, maybe some candy wrappers, bazooka gum wrappers is what it was, under this particular hickory tree that I used to squirrel hunt out of. And I remember my dad coming by to pick me up. He would sit me down and walk off and go find himself his own favorite tree, which I know where that is too. And he came to pick me up one morning after the hunt was over and he got on to me because I left those candy wrappers on the ground. And those simple values that he taught me then have become part of my character of being a good steward to the land and a conservationist and someone that cares about you know private land and public land just the dirt that we walk on and all the things that we do organically in the woods it's really super valuable to me and it comes from those lessons like my dad used to teach me and 
I don't throw my garbage on the ground. I don't throw empty cans out the window. When I walk by trash in the woods, I pick it up and put it in my backpack. And those are things that came from that incident where my dad got onto me because I left that bazooka gum wrapper at the base of that tree. And it pisses me off when I drive down this road and I see garbage on the side of the road because my dad's gone. And I know that he would be disappointed to see that stuff. Even as an adult, I stop my vehicle, I pick it up, and I get mad at whoever did that because they're disrespectful. I think some of the other values that, you know, that mean a ton to me come in terms of wildlife management and those are things that I learned here through my dad with my dad and they weren't this was well before QDMA or trophy management or anything like that this was about being a good steward and respecting the land that you use and the land that you cut your teeth on because it's all you have particularly when you own a piece of property like this. And so, you know, going back in time, when I look back at the lessons that my dad taught me here, man, I just look at them like, and it's who I am. I think one of the most important ethics that I got from growing up here is particularly on private land is to respect other people's properties and I remember so many times when we would have people that would trespass or vandalize this property and how mad it made my dad and how upset it made him because people that did that were disrespecting what he had worked very hard to acquire and maintain and manage and take care of. It meant a lot to him. And now, as, a, as an adult, as a hunter, a fisherman, uh, a steward of the land, I hold, I hold that in very high regard because of what I learned back then, I don't trespass. I don't, I don't walk onto someone's property across a fence line without asking for permission. And if someone says no, then I respect that and move on. And those are things that were important to my dad then, they're important to me now, and it's important to me that I pass that on to my children so that they carry that legacy on and they respect the land too. They respect people, they respect the property, they respect the, the, the natural surroundings that they're in, and they understand where they are, and who they are, and why they're here. Awesome. I want you to know, it sounds like your dad taught you, do what's right, right? Do what's right. Always. So, when people don't do what's right, how does it make you feel? 
I think the, 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 the theme behind the way my dad raised me was to do the right thing, always. It's not part-time, it's full-time. And the importance of that carries on into everything that I do now, even on social media or people that I hunt with or people that I'm around or things that I see or hear people doing, it affects me because of the way my dad raised me. So I've been around, I've been around people that, that didn't do the right thing, that would go out of their way to harvest an animal unethically through ego or different reasons that I don't agree with. And 100% of the time nowadays, I just pack up my toys and, and leave because that's not who I am. That's not who I was raised to be. That's not who I want to be. And I don't want to be a part of it. It makes me feel ill. It makes me feel resentful. It makes me feel like I need to do something about it. When I see on social media, there's so much that goes on. And when I see people doing things for the wrong reasons, I'm guilty of it. We're not, no one's perfect. I'm guilty of it myself. And there's some hypocrisy there. But when I recognize that, I always go back and try to A, correct myself to do the right thing. And I try to influence people to do the right thing. I've walked away from outfitters because I smelled a rat. It's not fair. It's not fair not only to the, the, the natural resources, but it's not fair to the people that come in behind you. It's not fair to the next generation because who cares if you killed a giant buck that wasn't done morally and ethically sound? I don't care. Never will. Go back to you started talking about, you started saying, you know, it makes me mad, it makes me ill, it makes me sick. You know, we get these guys that put a black mark on us. You know, we, that's not representing us. That's representing one person who then puts a bad, a black mark on all of us. And, you know, you right now have the opportunity to say that's not who we are. You hear it all the time, you know, we as hunters and fishermen and outdoorsmen are our own culture. We, we, you know, we, that we provide funding for conservation. We, we represent each other. We're all in this together. And when I see people doing things immorally and unethically, like I said, it makes me ill. And, and I have resentment towards that because those people represent the rest of us, and it's selfish. It's, it's about them, it's not about us. We're a community of people, and constantly see conflict and fighting, you know, who's got this and who's got that, who's got the best gear, who's got, you know, other things that just don't matter, because in the end, when we're gone, 
this is going to continue and we have to set the pace and be the example for the next generation because they're going to be part of the community and they're going to carry carry this on you know, in, in their lives. I think it's important to influence people in that way when they're young because it imprints in their minds and when you get to them when they're young they tend not to leave those values behind even if they come full circle that's okay they stray away from them because you know I like to experiment when I was younger I didn't always do the right thing but though doing the wrong thing allowed me to understand and recognize within myself that I was doing something wrong because it was guilt and it was guilt because I represent other people and I was misrepresenting people. So as a community, it's important and the, the long-term effect resonates for a long time. I mean, when you think about people that have done things immorally or unethically in the woods or whatever that's affected us as a community and brought in, you know, the enemy in full force, that's what happens. And it lasts for a long time. And this isn't about you. This isn't about me. This is about us. This is about a group of people. This is about our forefathers that gave us this opportunity to be stewards of the land and to be hunters and, and, and fishermen and gatherers. And I think when you do something selfish and you put a black eye on this community, you're responsible for it, just like I am. So watch where you step. I do. As a professional in this industry, sometimes I lose sight of why I do what I do because I make a living doing what I do. And I oftentimes contemplate whether that's right or wrong. And I don't know what the answer is because one side of me says that it's my responsibility to help influence people in the right direction, and I can do that with my camera and lens. Other times, it makes me feel guilty and hypocritical because I get paid to do what I do. Sometimes it's confusing, but I think if you keep it in perspective, if I keep it in perspective, and continue to do the right thing, and represent the community in the right way, and I think it's all good. My name is Jake LaTondris. I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I'm an advocate for the outdoors. Everyone has their own story. This is mine. It's in the blood.
Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.